apples. Who has the milk and apples? Who are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. If this were a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier, <laughs> just so long as I'm the dictator. Live from Stanford, Connecticut, you are listening to another edition of the Animal Farm Radio Show, the gathering place for the sick, twisted, and politically minded masses. The day today is January the 16th, 2009. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow sovereign human beings, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. He's not here. (laughs) As always, we've got another loaded two hours for you guys. We'll be getting into the attempted murder of the Ramos family, the Barack H. Obama inauguration, the Bushman's farewell dress, and the sickly, the nutty, and the crazy. Straight ahead, you are on the farm. You need to pray for the good Lord to protect America. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. Friday edition of the Animal Farm Radio Show. So glad you can join us. 512-879-3805, the phone number. As always, we'll take your calls after the first segment. DeadlineLive.info. Jack, great show, by the way. I know we had some uh, issues with the phones. Again, well, that's just WFU Radio for you. But you did a great show, Jack. We all love Jack Blood. And, of course, yes. uh, the Animal Farm is here, AnimalFarmShow.com's website. And tonight, like always, we start the show off with the, uh, in this case, uh, Pyeth and Ben, the stupid, the crazy, and the economically scary drum roll craziness and stuttering. Okay, for the stupid, we have a robber who mistakes a building for a bank, yet he still demands the cash. Police said a man showed a gun and tried to rob a bank, but he wasn't in one. The Jessamine South uh, Elkhorn Water District has offices in what was formerly a branch of Farmers Bank. City Police spokesman Scott Harvey told the Lexington Herald Ledger, or leader, a man came into the building Tuesday, showed a pistol, and demanded money. When an employee told the man the office really didn't have any money, the confused would-be robber replied, I know you have money. It's a bank. He told it was he, he was told it was no longer a bank, and he left with nothing. Oh God, how stupid are our criminals? Even our you've got the brain of a four-year-old boy, and I bet he was glad to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, even, even our criminals are stupid now, man. Harvey said the the office takes payments for water bills, but doesn't have anything worth stealing. So, folks, look, <laughs> if you're gonna rob a bank, you gotta find, make sure that it's still a bank. Uh, and out of the crazy, a man cuts off his own finger uh, over a court debt. This is uh, unbelievable. Lisbon Portuguese businessman said he cut off one of his fingers in court with a butcher's knife in an act of despair after a judge refused to offer um, his offer to settle 170,000 euro debt a lot of money and said part from a, uh, in part from his farm must be sold my intention was to tear up all the case papers and splatter them with blood so i can prevent the expropriation order 
<laughs> for my land. What an interesting way <laughs> to get a court case out thrown out. Oracle Silver was quoted as saying in local media after his drastic action in a courthouse. Silver, who owns 20 hectare or 50 acres uh, of a farm, in, uh, land of a farm, in the central town of Figueira de Foz, was being sued by a company for holding onto cash deposit in a land deal which uh, had fallen through. So he took a butcher's knife, Ben, and he cut his own finger off Jeez. just to make a point. And I think that point was obviously very well made. Finally, That's conviction, huh? Yeah, Thank you. Uh, I agree. Economically scary time, and uh, oh my goodness, beer sales go flat in a worldwide economic slump. You know what? the economy is bad when people are not buying beer, especially yeah. coming out of a place like Milwaukee. Even the brewing industry is starting to go flat in the worldwide economic slump. Sab Miller PLC, the London-based brewer of Gro- uh, Grosh... Grolish. Yeah, you know that beer, the, the green beer. Miller Genuine Draft and Peroni Nastro Azzurro lagers said on Thursday its beer shipments fell unexpectedly in the third quarter as consumers pulled back on their demand. Carlsberg AS, I guess a lot of Schlitz beer is going to be bought these days. I huh? will <laughs> veto every single beer. I'm sure, John McCain, you would. Carlsberg AS, the uh, Copenhagen-based maker of Carlsberg beer, said it was cutting 274 jobs to save on costs due to a future where we face more uncertainties and risks, the company said in a statement. Wow. Uh, beer usually holds up better than other categories during <laughs> tough economic times for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, I, I added that part and said, Benj Steinman, my good Benj Steinman, interesting name, editor and trade publication Beer Markets Insights, and that trend had been holding true during the recession for some segments of the industry, but the latest figures unfortunately show the market is trending downward, perhaps accelerating as global economies continue to sputter and relief seems uncertain. So Ben, yeah. like I said, this is the litmus test I think we need to go by. How much worse is it going to get if people cannot even drink themselves to sleep at night? I know. Uh, what is this country coming to? That's I thought the question. beer sales and then. Things like that usually went up during an economic depression. That's what I thought. Well, and it, they've been holding steady. We even covered a couple articles that uh, you know proved that point or that said that, yeah, even though things are bad, people are definitely drinking. And if you go into any of the bars, yeah. especially here in Stamford, my goodness, you can't even find a table. Uh, so, no kidding. Uh, yeah, no no kidding at all. So there it is, Ben. And I think we better uh, you know, I guess raise a glass to the beer sales. Hopefully they can get their businesses back up and running. At you want to get high? <laughs> Maybe you should start bailing out uh, Anheuser-Busch. I although know. Not even an American company. Anymore, I guess. I'll have to start drinking more to make up for it. Yeah, huh? we do have beer tonight in the office, so we're very excited about that. It is Friday, folks, so can we have some like party music pie just to get the get the show rolling tonight? Come on! <laughs> it's Friday. Ben, what do you got? This one coming from Leonard. Police say New Jersey man posed as female veterinarian. Oh, great. <laughs> and, and it's got the picture here. It's <laughs> disgusting creature, oh whatever God. that is. Uh, it uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> Vineland, New Jersey. Police say New Jersey man posed as a female animal doctor, ran an illegal veterinary p- practice, and set up a phony rescue agency that may have duped pet lovers out of thousands of dollars. Vineland police arrested 26-year-old Daniel C. Tice, or is it Danielle? I, I uh, don't know. Who knows? On Friday and charged him with practicing <laughs> medicine without a license. He is being held on $10,000 bail. Police say he ran a business called South Jersey Small Animal Rescue, falsely identifying himself as Dr. Danielle, Danielle Smith. He did Are you a doctor? Danielle. It was Danielle. You were right. <laughs> a graduate of the University of Pennsylvania <laughs> Veterinarian School. Police say he inoculated pets and offered small animals for adoption for a fee. He also solicited donations, claiming the agency was a nonprofit. Authorities say it was not. Police do not know if Tice has retained a lawyer or not. Uh, speaking of... Feel uh, the breeze, Biatch. Yeah, Gross, speaking of, Look at of, that. Of, of... Look at that. Oh, my God. You showed me a picture. Let me see this picture. Oh, my God. It looks like a South Park character. 
<laughs> it really does. It looks like that dude from the Muppets. Uh, sure enough. <laughs> Holy crap. Just, just because it's Friday and because we're already starting to get buzzed here, just speaking of men not really knowing uh, you know, what their sexuality and what their ultimate uh, goal is here uh, in that category. Board George sentenced to jail term for <laughs> false imprisonment of male escort. I was going to cover this in the top three, <laughs> but I chose the uh, hacking of the finger over this one. Sorry about that. A British judge has sentenced. And if you've seen a picture of this guy is a <laughs> man right person uh i'm find it hard actually, to hide the fact that you're gay speaking of uh boy george wasn't he the singer for karma chameleon i don't know was i think it? he was i believe yes. that was boy thank you pius why don't you give a tribute <laughs> before actually wait let me read the article and i would go right into obama chameleon sure enough it's friday i feel good a british judge has sent its former culture club frontman boy george i like that song band by the way i don't care what you say <laughs> to 15 months in jail after he was convicted of falsely imprisoning a male escort Falsely imprisoning. I think it's impersonating. Impersonating. Okay, that makes. That's sense. That's what I heard on, like, on the news. What is it he says got locked in the basement. Folks, on Fox News, it says imprisoning. That's what it says. Oh, delicious to you. Don't think I'm crazy, even though you all think I'm already crazy. That's fine. Uh, there you go. Okay. Last year, Norwegian escort Audun Carlson told a trial um, told a trial that in 2007 he was handcuffed to a wall hook. A wall hook at the East London apartment of the singer, whose real name is George O'Dowd. Prosecutor said Carlson was held by O'Dowd for under an hour. The singer had denied the charges, but he was convicted in December. O'Dowd was sentenced on Friday. Let's get the Obama chameleon. I because... desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. Oh, God, Pia, that's so inappropriate. There you go. Let's do it, baby. Friday episode, Animal Farm. All right, great job, Hyatt. And, and, and uh, you know, how could we not cover that story? Yeah. The reason why I remember because I, I actually have the vinyl for that song. I mean, it's in my collection of vinyl records. And don't make fun uh-huh. of me on the chat room. You know what? <laughs> it is what it is. You put but it on late at night. Dance I around. do. Yes, I dress up like a little uh, girl and, and listen to Karma Chameleon. <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. No, I'm just kidding, folks. I don't do such things. I, I'm working too hard to get the show <laughs> up and running. But sure enough, thanks for joining us. As always, it is the Animal Farm. We're gonna get into real news and talk about the terrible thing. But we try to lubricate you, especially the females. 512-879-3805. Thanks again to Leonard and to so many of the folks out there uh, who have been emailing us. Uh, the Marks. We have like four Marks out there, and we love all Thank of you. them equally. Yes. Uh, they spell their name a little bit differently, which is cool. And we really do appreciate the input, the articles, the stories, the uh, you know, the crazy, the unbelievable, which also gets right. sent to our email box. But really the insight, too. Dan had one of his uh, Dan moments, I want to call it, Ben, last night, where he sent me like 15 emails in, in the spur of maybe two minutes. I don't know how he writes that fast. I don't <laughs> think even... Pete, awesome. Yeah, Pete can't even type that fast, but Dan uh, kept me up till about four in the morning with plenty of his emails, so I appreciate that, Dan. Thank you, as always, and thanks to everybody, uh, Ray and all the people out there. You guys are all making it possible, and we do appreciate the support. But, Ben, unfortunately, all the handshaking thanks. and kumbaya is over. We need to get into some crazy, unbelievable, and uh, unfortunate news that doesn't no. involve the uh, intro stuff. So what, you want to start off with this, with this threat on the family of the 
Yeah, the border patrol agents. Is the this border what patrol agents? Right. Yes. Okay. The family of imprisoned the border patrol agent uh, Ignacio Ramos was a victim of an attempted hit on their lives this month, as the agent's wife says somebody broke into their El Paso home and filled it with gas, trashing what? photographs and pummeling their dog. Oh my goodness, Ben. Yeah. Just weeks after Monica Ramos spoke with uh, spoke with World Net Daily about the difficulty of enduring Christmas without her husband, her family returned from visiting. Uh, Ignacio in prison on January 3rd uh, while she was away. Burglars stole DVDs, a BB gun, and a cell phone and slashed her couch with a knife. Man, I wish we had that. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> I wish we had this that. This is a major Chappelle story, too. It, really huh? doesn't, it doesn't get a lot of uh, press, this particular story, does it, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> right? That Dave Chappelle clip would be classic. Oh, right no. There. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to make a serious comment. No, we can't have that clip. Although, we could probably bleep it out and some people would get the joke, right? Yeah. What? So. <laughs> they even beat her dog and ripped uh, cherished wedding pictures and family photos of their life with Ignacia <laughs> off the walls, smashing them to the ground. But van- but the vandalism wasn't the worst part. Oh, wow. Monica revealed on January 12th a blog talk radio interview just before she left again to visit her husband. It wasn't so much stuff was burglarized or that they actually took much, she said. What was really hard was that when we got there, the gas was turned on. It was very uh, intentional and that somebody was trying to hurt us. Um, Her son opened the front door and discovered the strong odor. Right away, he alerted me, she said. He started yelling, Mom, don't walk in. Don't bring my brothers, he said. The gas is on. He ran in, started turning everything off. Her father, uh, Joe Loya, wrote on his blog, Thank God no one turned on the light. Monica and her three boys would be gone. Oh. Yeah. This is also a pretty big story, too. I know there's been a lot of... Is this, what's wow. your take on this issue? But isn't this also part of the pardoning of Border Patrol agents? Because that, yes. that was the other story that I was going to bring up, but I totally didn't do that. It was earlier this week. This is one of the guys. This, this is one of the guys, right, the exactly. Guys, yeah, who, who I guess uh, allegedly... I, I don't know, shot a, mar- a marijuana dealer in the back while he was running away or something. Um, and I guess there's some controversy there. And whether this Man, guy ain't should... nothing wrong with smoking weed. <laughs> 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 which, which I guess apparently is a controversial issue. Uh, a lot of people think that he was just doing his jobs and, and, and trying to, you know, make sure that drugs didn't get into the country. Uh, mm-hmm. Other people say that, you know. It's uh, bad karma for him bringing in uh, or, or for him shooting a marijuana agent in the back. He kind of deserves to go to to jail and um so i, I don't There's know been a lot of controversy but and and don't forget too i mean you know we talk about the pardons already that have been handed out over the last eight months six months whatever mm-hmm. and a lot of people have, have been demanding the pardoning of border patrol agents uh just the same because you yeah. know all the big wigs are getting pardoned and all the uh, you know the people who violated the fourth amendment via telecommunications companies uh, uh, have been you know basically given uh, all the carte blanche they need but okay so now that the, the chat room's kind of um kicking in here and the delay is, is getting to them and i guess they're kind of uh no he shot him in the ass oh it, it was the buttocks in other words he shot him in the buttocks okay yes. and then he uh, another person said he'd shot a drug smuggler who had a machine gun so okay so we're getting some information here. yeah so so maybe uh maybe he does deserve to be out of jail if the guy had a machine gun you know well, it's you know it's a major problem. It's something that really only got a lot of coverage. And I'm talking about the the border patrol or the the border security issue in and of itself. It really yeah. didn't get a lot of it doesn't get any, any coverage anymore. It only really got, really got coverage. I would say maybe during the primaries, maybe you know a couple of months after the primaries. But uh, it's almost forgotten now. But recently there was a story now about how the illegal aliens in this country are really hitting the economy as well. So maybe we'll talk about that when we get back. And I also want to get into the court giving uh, the boost to warrantless surveillance efforts. This is another follow-up here, so stay tuned, folks. Lots of news. Animal Farm Show, Friday edition, will return.
you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Help. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through hempusa.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's getting a little rowdy here at the farm, folks. It's a Friday night. Oh, God. Uh, 
Join us on the farm. 512-879-3805. That is 512-879-3805. We're talking about these Border Patrol agents um, that are locked up in prison for, I guess, uh, doing their job. Doing their job. Apparently, yeah. Um, And because there's a war on the border, you know, sometimes these things happen where people get shot and sometimes, you know, they die sometimes. And, of course, these men are in prison because of it. But, you know, what do you expect these people to do? I don't understand. I guess my answer to that is... What is it, George? Tell us. What is the answer? <laughs> Tell people why I say that. I mean, is it? I, yeah, I, I know. I know what you're trying to say. Go ahead, Ben. I have a follow-up article here, too, so after you're done with this. But, I yeah, have... I guess they put a hit on this guy's family and almost killed her, uh, his wife and, and his three sons. I just can't believe that somebody would uh, resort to that type of stuff. Um, so whoever did this is just a bunch of scumbags. I don't know. Uh, they haven't found anything yet, but, um, uh, you know. Their family, I guess, is going through all types of stuff. Her older son uh, has also faced trouble, uh, troubling circumstances at school due to his father's imprisonment, um, and just all types of stuff. And and she's and, and the the woman just can't take it anymore. So uh, it's just in- incredible. Well, there you go. There's the um, there's the follow up. No, it's not really a follow up story, but it's also something of, of interest. How many times have we said regarding border security? If you're going to hire anybody to do border security, obviously the National Guard would probably be an appropriate choice. But now uh, U.S. troops are prepared to fight the drug lords. Obviously, the drug issue alone no! on the border is a tremendous, yeah. tremendous part of the trafficking and maybe the reason why the U.S. government hasn't uh, stepped up their efforts. But, of course, the drug cartels, uh, it's, it's a tr- tremendous problem. And, and the law enforcement officials in Mexico and the United States have really not been able to do much about the trafficking of the major drugs. But a new plan now uh, would protect Americans if Mexican violence spills over, I hope. Jerome Corsi wrote this, so take it. I don't know if you're a big fan of him or not, but either way, I do want to read this article. Uh, It's of interest. Yes, give me that music. The Department of Homeland Security (laughs) has developed contingency plans to deploy the U.S. military to protect American citizens in the event Mexico's drug war spills across the border, Ben. The DHS decision is yet another indication Mexico's drug war is threatening to spin out of control and threaten the well-being of U.S. citizens living along our southern border with Mexico. Moreover, the development of the DHS plan signals the U.S. has joined the Mexican government in uh, concluding that Mexican drug violence may reach the point of exceeding the ability of state, local, and federal law enforcement agencies in both countries to control it. And and that's exactly the point. That Uh. sentence right there. Yeah, go ahead there, butthead. Uh, there's... I am the great Cornelio. Oh, boy. <laughs> the, the, I'm a gringo. It's <laughs> a gringo. I have no <laughs> it's a gringo. I'm a gringo. <laughs> that, that, that clip is wildly inappropriate. Uh, sure enough, but this has been the big problem, is that n- nobody can control it now. Uh, you, know, you know, in quotes, Ben, nobody can control yeah. it. Because it's, it's really getting out of control. But uh, Amy Kudwa... Control, control, you must learn control. We really, we really <laughs> do have to learn a way to control this, because this is, this is a major problem in this country. But uh, Amy Kudwa who's a spokesman for the Department of Homeland Security, she did confirm to WorldNet Daily that the agency has developed formal contingency plans to involve the U.S. military through U.S. Northern Command or U.S. NORTHCOM to address the threat. I don't know. know, I'm sure a lot of you people out there are rolling your eyes like I was rolling my eyes. So keep that in mind. This is just something that we're reporting on. But she says, The escalating violence is occurring because the administration of Mexican President Felipe Calderon is cracking down on the drug cartels, Kudwa explained. Uh, Predictably, the drug cartels are fighting back to protect their very lucrative criminal livelihood. So yeah. you can check this out, of course. Yeah, this is what happens when you uh, make drugs illegal. 
Well, you know, and, and I think that's certainly part of the problem. That's the, the, kind of the umbrella part of the yeah. problem. But, I mean, just the fact that we kn- we have covered so many stories, uh, you know, back when this was a, more of a mainstream thing. You saw a lot of, of uh, you know, writers writing about this. But mm-hmm. we've covered so many stories about how the U.S. government is also involved yes. in a lot of levels in many ways with the trafficking of these drugs. And we Absolutely. just talked, what was it, earlier this week, Ben, we talked about how Afghanistan was producing very little uh, heroin. Almost before, none, yeah. Almost none before the war started in 2003 uh but of course afterwards now it's 90 percent of mm-hmm. these uh the suppliers so you know i mean look maybe the government is involved in everything but folks we know for sure that they are involved with the drug oh, yeah. the war on drugs which ultimately ben i guess if you look at it from this standpoint that is an appropriate title there is a you know there are plenty of wars mm-hmm. and we're you know the drugs are definitely uh, many of the yeah. causes of these wars and of course the southern border of our country and of course the war in afghanistan so yeah there is a war on drugs there's nothing there's not a war against drugs that's the problem people yeah. think drugs and alcohol yeah george especially you should know that george but yeah i mean we do know that almost almost 500 billion dollars a year is laundered through our economy uh, and if not more, Walsh. if yeah, not more, if not more, probably more now. That's that's kind of an old number. That's like an old two thousand number. Uh, so it's probably even oh, worse yeah, now. Oh yeah, sure, it's way more than that. Um, just the fact that we, <clears throat> just the fact that we need that five hundred billion dollars per year to s- sustain our economy, um, just goes to show another example of why our country is suicidal, <laughs> where we have to, where we have to kill ourselves with illegal drugs and locking up people in prison in order to prop up our economy. It's just horrible. It, it is, Ben, and it's you know it's one of so many big problems that, uh, like so many problems in our country, it gets talked about at a certain level. We declare war on it. You know, thank you for bringing that to light, George Carlin. Yeah. Uh, we declare war on things we do nothing about them, but sure enough, uh, they're just getting worse and worse and worse. And if you look at the last 10 years, especially with the drug problems, uh, you can see a tremendous increase uh, of of the problem that is drugs and illegal trafficking of drugs. So uh, 512-879-3805, Friday edition on the Animal Farm. We'll go right to your phones. Of course, 315 area codes on the line. What's up? What's on your mind? Hello? What's up? What's up? Is this well, I was kind of speaking of the same thing. Hey, listen up. Uh, I was out when I lived in Utah. Uh, actually, I was in prison out there, and uh, this is a prime example. This is exactly this is exactly what happens. All right, we were when I was in prison there. You could smoke at first, and then uh, the first thing they did, of course, was I imagine the first thing they did back in the '60s was they said, "All right, it's okay if you smoke, but you got to smoke outside." And they knew no one, you know, so all the knuckleheads didn't, but. To make a long story short, uh, a bag of bugler was 18 cents. You could get it for 18 cents. All What's right? bugler? They, yeah, can they you outlawed s- cigarettes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just one day yeah. they said, okay, cigarettes are now contraband. The day after, well, it took about three months, actually. After about three months, a bag of bugler, if you could get one in there, it was worth 100 bucks. 17 cents to $100. People got, before that, <clears throat> Cigarettes were sort of used as money, but they, you know, their their uh, exchange rate was <laughs> more normal. It wasn't a one hundred to one. It was more like what a dollar. You know, it was what a dollar for a pack of smokes. And yeah. Uh, but now, as soon as as soon as they cut the cigarettes off, oh man, huge extortion rings began. Um, the black market started up in there. People started getting stabbed. There, you know, they actually, I'm. I'm me, I'm convinced they did it because, you know, I wondered what they, we, they already had a brand new prison out in the middle of the desert, in the middle of nowhere that had a half unfinished, you know, uh, wing. And now here they go. While I was there, they built a huge supermax 
and Max facility that had, oh, I don't know, at least four or five pods. Uh, and I wondered, what the hell are they, you know, how are they going to fill those things? Well, guess what? <laughs> they cut off the cigarettes in that place. They filled that Max in less than a year. Filled it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's then, a typical you know, type of stuff. And that's and I bet what you... happens with drugs. That's what happens with everything. As soon as they make it illegal, uh, you know. It goes up, and I bet you anything, the that's warden. It. That's and all the, I had to say. Thank you very much for the call. Um, yeah, I bet you the warden yep. was making money off of it. I bet you, you know, the the prison guards were making dough off of it, bringing in cigarettes from the outside, giving them to people, making hundreds uh, left and right. And that's, yeah, it's just the type of thing that we have there. They pass legislation, and they do this on a broader scale inside the United States. They pass legislation so that they can personally make more money off the things. You know, I bet you the warden was the guy that, that passed that law, and I bet you he made a couple hundred or, or a couple grand off of, off of the cigarette things. And that's what happens on a larger scale in our country. They uh, make all these uh, great drugs, like marijuana, for instance. They make that illegal. And then <clears throat> the alternative drugs that come out, the RX drugs, the pharmaceutical drugs that they put out, uh, just totally ravage our country, are extremely expensive uh, and horribly bad for you and, and, and extremely addictive as well. And it's just uh, it, 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 another reason why our country is suicidal. Yeah. I don't smoke marijuana. It makes me paranoid, but <laughs> I think it should be legalized. George Washington smoked it, and it has thousands. It's a miracle drug, no, I, much bigger than aspirin. Let me get a word in here, Alex. Uh, good, great call. First of all, we yes. think we think the thanks. <laughs> thank you, Alex. We think the caller's name was JJ. That was JJ, I believe. So thanks for the call. If it wasn't, then I'm we apologize. Serious. I understand. I mean, let, let me just get my point in here. <laughs> Friday edition, Animal Farm. But sure enough, Ben, the one thing that always troubled me, just from coming from a health standpoint, of course, is that was a break coming up but uh why is it okay to advertise alcohol all over the place when that kills about 200 300 thousand americans a year uh, i know cigarettes kills more but why is marijuana illegal when it really has never killed anybody let's ponder that when we get back i want to get your phone calls 512-879-3805 we'll bring up that topic much more as well on the other side this is a five o'clock free crack giveaway Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? Where there was a simple, low-cost, and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide, break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side, break on through to the other side, yeah. All right, folks, 512-879-3805. We're trying to be as productive as possible, even though it is Friday, and we're just hours away from the Friday night blitz here at the Animal Farm. We're drinking, and uh, craziness happens live in Stanford, Connecticut. We ought to tell people about the new <laughs> toy we got in the studio. Oh, yeah. we get the, I told people in the chat room earlier, there's the, um, <clears throat> I guess it's not really, you don't want to spend too much time on it, but it is a, it's called a Guinness Surger. Uh-huh. Obviously, Guinness is a very good beer. We all like it. Many people in the chat room like Guinness. But unlike the cans, Ben, that you would buy in a grocery store that have the, that little widget in the, you know, the little plastic ball yes. that releases the air and, of course, gives you the Guinness head, these cans are different. You can't get them in the supermarket. And what they do is they just pour the Guinness straight. There's no widget in the can. It's just straight Guinness. No and w- fizz, just, uh, just no. the straight black stuff. Exactly. It's just the beer. And what the Guinness Surger does is like this little pod, this little area. You put your glass on it. You fill it up with wa- a little bit of water. You put your glass on it. And it actually gives an electric surge. I know this is we're making this way too interesting. <laughs> but it gives the glass a surge of, of electricity. And that gives you a really good Guinness head. Yes. Um, <laughs> 
So, yeah. So it gives very good head. It gives great head. I mean, that's what this thing does. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Being very inappropriate. I'm sorry. Wildly inappropriate. <laughs> Wildly inappropriate. On the animal farm. But so, yes, we have these cans. And Wildly of course, inappropriate. Uh, I, I, w- I would probably imagine even maybe 10, 15 minutes now uh, away from uh, 636, I'm going to start stuttering, and um, I'll make no sense tonight, which is fun. This is why we're here. But we got off the uh, topic before with this border security. led to some kind of drug discussion. Who knows? And uh, the thing that just boggled my mind for years, <clears throat> I guess continues to boggle my mind, is if you're a cigarette company, tobacco company, that is, you can't advertise for your product. You can't put any t- ads on TV. You can't put ads in magazines. You can't do anything, really, to promote your product, maybe except for billboards, and they're trying to crack, on, you know, crack down on that for years. But if you're, a, you're an alcohol company, it's just everything is great, and it's the nightlife, and it's the sexy women on TV in every sporting event, and everything is all sponsored by uh, these you know, tremendous alcohol companies. Yeah. These beautiful women all over the place selling you the stuff, uh, you know, making you feel like more of a man if you drink the beer. Right. And, and, you know, be that as it may, and, you know, we're just trying to, I guess, compare and contrast here. You talk about marijuana, which, of course, is illegal uh, in every state. I mean, I know California, maybe the laws there are a little bit more lenient, but uh-huh. in New York, you might as well uh, you might as well hold up a 7-Eleven. I mean, you get caught with pot in, in New York, life over, and we've talked about those laws and how they've progressed. But yeah. uh, it doesn't make any I sense don't do to me. Drugs, you know, just weed. Right. I mean, you know, alcohol kills 200 plus thousand people in this country a year, whether mm-hmm. it's due to accidents, drunk driving, you know, the whole nine. And marijuana really, I've never even heard of a story of marijuana killing a person. I've never yeah. heard of that before. So I'm just trying to point out the hypocrisy with the laws and what they're all about. Plus, we covered medical marijuana stories. We always do. We talk about Absolutely. hemp. We talk about the benefits of THC. I mean, I'm just talking, you know, about the Put science. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Absolutely. And it was even something out of uh, health.msn.com, uh, brain and body. Uh, I guess it was, you know, simulcasted article, whatever it was. But it was, it's, I actually, I'll delish it right now because I never do this. But it's uh, entitled Marijuana's Mem- Memory Paradox. And they talked about how Alzheimer's disease, uh, the, the risk of Alzheimer's, and we covered how coffee might risk uh, reduce that risk. But yep. they're even saying now that pot smokers are less likely to get Alzheimer's. I mean, these are the studies that are being done. We're not making it up. But a compound similar to the active ingredient in cannabis shows promise as a potential memory protector. You can check it out, animalfarmshow.com. Right there, you can see our delicious articles. But it's just the hypocrisy, Ben. We're not yep. sticking up for one or the other. It's just why is one legal and celebrated and it kills so many people? Uh, and one is illegal and, and it's really banned. So I, I, I can't figure that whole thing out. Yeah. But uh, don't now let you see that yeah. evil will always triumph. Because good is dumb. I, you know, we, we talked a lot about health news yesterday, and we talked, the, the, the first article that we discussed was how, uh, first of all, mainstream media outlets all over the place, whether it's online, uh, whether it's on TV, radio, uh, less than 1% of their entire news reporting is has anything to even do with health. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, when you do finally get health right. articles, and when you even if you dig deep in these websites and you hang out with the Dr. Mannies of the world, and, of course, the, now the Dr. Sanjay Guptas, who are going to... He's now going to be the uh, Surgeon General, or I thought that might, yeah. have, might have gotten revoked. But Incredible. Either way, when you do find these articles, you, you, you just seem to sense a very biased attitude towards drug big pharma companies, in favor, I should say, of big pharma companies. And you really seem to get a lot of articles 
warning you about herbs and natural things. For example, I'm not mm -hmm. just making it up. Thinking about using herbal supplements, do these five things first. This is out of foxnews.com, exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, they're warning you about certain things you have to, you should really check up on these herbs because you never know what will happen, uh, which is fine. But, okay, step number one, know that herbal medicines aren't as strictly regulated as conventional medicines and that evidence on their safety and effectiveness is often lacking. But, which even though that might be true, how many times do we talk about vaccines, mm -hmm. pills, you know, uh, big pharma, you know, products yeah. that kill people? You know, look at Vioxx. There's the blatant example. We, we even talked about now Gardasil. Mm -hmm. and they're trying to push it for little boys. I mean, yeah. so formaldehyde is good. Uh, you know, antifreeze is good. Right. <laughs> Marijuana. It's Finland for all of you. There, there's no <laughs> way to prove a link between mercury and formaldehyde in a vaccine and autism, but you got to be careful before you look at those herbs and spices, Ben. Those things are real That's dangerous. Ridiculous. Step number two. <laughs> Step number two. Do your homework. Find out what specific evidence exists about the product you're considering. A good resource. They, they give you a, a government website, PubMed.gov. Why? <laughs> like I would trust the government website. An online service from National Liberty uh, Library. Excuse me, of medicine. And then the third step is tell your doctor. In other words, you know, make sure your doctor okay's it because you know he knows all about herbs, <laughs> right? Yeah, doctors aren't just trained to pres prescribe medicine these days. Number four is find out from your insurance health plan if it covers alternative medicine. Medicines, and many don't, another reason why. And then finally, they, they try to send you to nccam.nih.gov, another government website, which contains helpful information for evaluating these herbs and natural supplements. So either way, the point is, man, is that it's so difficult to understand health. Everybody's different. Everybody needs different things, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But uh, as difficult as that is, it's even more difficult to get any good information from the mainstream outlets out there, whether it be by TV, news, paper, or uh, Internet. Uh, because it seems as though they are very by folks. After all, they're sponsored by big pharma. I mean, Absolutely. what do you expect? You think you're going to see any big anti pharma ads on Fox News? It's not going to happen, no. man. It's just no. not going to happen. Yeah. So uh, there, there's a huge case, and I'm not going to get started because health is a huge thing for me. It's, it's something I feel very strongly about. But uh, Ben, segue. Go ahead. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, they 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 sponsor a lot of stuff. Uh, or a lot. Of Places sponsor the media, and you know, obviously the military-industrial complex sponsors them and, as well, and is owned by them, and uh, that's why you see a lot of pro-war type of messages out there on the television. But uh, I mean, they're they're anti-freedom as well. But uh, this one's out of Bloomberg. Washington mobilizes 42,500 strong security force for the inaugural. This is a this is a developing thing. No yeah. question. Um, Bloomberg, uh, when senior FBI official Joseph Pereshi takes his 5 a.m. jog down Washington's National Mall, he imagines everything that could go wrong at Barack Obama's inauguration next week. <laughs> this is the type of they, mind state that, that our leaders are in, and that's why we're just looked at as slaves and pieces of filth. Uh, he said he thinks about the possibility of a sleet storm, bombing, chemical attack, or perhaps hardest to guard against the lone gunman bent on turning a celebration <laughs> into a national... National tragedy. Can you believe people? Because they do. They go around the streets. They think like this. They have this paranoid attitude out there, and then they then they overflow the streets with a military dictatorship. This always happens, man. It's annoying. I'm thinking about what the schedule is and what we're doing and what the issues are that we're facing, said Parashini, assistant director in charge of Federal Bureau of Investigation's Washington field office. You don't understand the magnitude until you go out there right on the mall. So, What's the matter with you? Yeah. We've covered this, Ben. We, we talked yesterday about how they're sweeping the homeless to, to uh, aside because, yeah. you know, they're not really humans and they, they don't deserve to participate as Americans because, after all, they are homeless. I mean, you know, homeless people are not really Americans. I want to talk about that. And let's talk about the homeless veterans on the street. Nice. And many more to come. So uh, another, you know, just more good 
news, fluffy news out of the animal farm. Stay tuned. I don't like change. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7:19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just 2 $99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. Can't get no sleep, so I'm a 
You are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday night here on the Animal Farm Radio Show. We're talking about this. Boom shakalaka, brother. All right. Amen. Pastor Manning. Um, we're talking about this inauguration stuff and what's happening with it and how many people are going to be showing up and how much security these guys have. And the and money. How, and the money. And the money. And the friggin' money being put into this. And man. the money, yes. And then this guy, uh, Joseph Parashini who walks around the neighborhood and thinks of the worst possible things that could happen at this inauguration and then uh, sets up a police state um, to, 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 I guess, deal with his, his insecurity or something. I, well, I don't know. Well, you know, Ben, I mean, you know they've been running the, you know, the, uh, not the drills, but the idea. Uh-huh. I mean, they've been running this in their their uh, computers. You know, there's a simulation that, yeah. that they've been doing, obviously, to make sure that this goes well. And you want it to go well. I do not want to see anything violent or anything bad happened to Barack Obama on Inauguration Day. I don't like the man's policies. Okay, and as much as I dislike Bush, you don't call us, you don't hear us calling for the death of politicians here on, on the show. Yeah. So obviously, it makes sense to, you know, to put the effort into it and make sure that nobody goes ape on this day. And we don't want to see anything tragic happen, uh, but we did cover yesterday how much money it is going to cost, just in D.C. alone, of course. It is. And how much every state or city has to pay out when One this man comes. One million dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, it's more like $150 million. But uh, go ahead, Ben. Read but out. more than 12,500 active troops and military reservists, thousands of metropolitan police, as well as uh, personal personnel from 57 departments around the nation are descending on Washington to protect against any potential terrorist attack during Thursday, uh, Tuesday's historic Ceremony, according to officials. Um, but you know, you and I were talking about this terrorists and their and their everybody's you know unwanted fears of terrorism and how that plane crash recently, where the guy, uh, where that heroic pilot, pilot, I guess, saved everybody. Um, but we were talking about the news coverage of it and how one of the first things that they said on the news coverage was, "This isn't a terrorist attack. Well, yeah, Don't worry." Yeah. And that is like the that is the fear that they use to control you. Um, I mean, obviously, most most planes that go down. Uh, the large, large, large majority of planes that go down have nothing to do with terrorism whatsoever. So why the hell are they are saying you know, it, that it, it's it's Fox News, Ben? You know that everything. It wasn't uh, even Fox News. I was watching. It was oh, some, was it, it like was CBS? Some, oh, was I, you know what it is? I mean, look, you know those evil doers. We live in a post nine eleven world, Ben. You know yeah. why don't you join it? Uh, you know if anything happens, we have to make sure that uh, it's not terrorism. But you know we I, must be as per- paranoid as possible. I'd say the truth, and it's I want to you know American, isn't it? I, I will be happy to criticize. Anyone. And uh, at the same time, though, I try to be fair. And if someone does make a good point, I want to point it out. And I got to tell you, Ben, Sean Hannity made a great point today. And I no. want to say, son of a bitch. Yes, he is. <laughs> he absolutely is. But he made a great point to start his show out today. And uh, to paraphrase what he said, it's simply, you know, America and maybe even New York as well, Ben, but America in general, we needed a story like this. You know, we needed something to happen in the mainstream or some some kind of event that was just a not only a, good, a feel-good story, but also showed how competent, how relaxed, and how... Uh, I'm not sure really what the word is, but how heroic really yeah. people can be. You know, there's so much good inside, you know, in humans. But this pilot and his crew, the entire flight crew, but just the people on board, man. There were there was really like no panic. Yeah. There was, you know, there, there, there's oh my goodness. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah, I should I shouldn't be looking at chat room. I'm trying to make a point here. Sure enough, though, I'm going to mouse over it. Um, but sure enough, man, we, he's right. We did need a story like this. It's it's time, you know. It's we need some kind of good news here and there because it just makes people feel better. And it this was. was the kind of story that really it, it touched, man. It really is. And we're just glad everything happened the way it was. Nobody died. There were there was one woman who broke 
two of her legs, which sucks, but let's be honest, folks, it could have been tremendously worse. But Much he made a good worse, point yeah. there. And, and even though Jack did cover the idea that it, it's overexposed in New York, I mean, you can't even get away from it now. I mean, look, it's a plane crash. Everybody's okay. It's heroic. It's great. It's a wonderful story, and it should be remembered. And this guy should be given the friggin' medal, him and the whole crew. But let's move on. You know, Move on. Next. Absolutely. Anyway, so it is what it is. But The country's dying. We need to cover it. Yeah, and, and getting back way back to what we kind of came back with uh, – you know, past last break here, we have this Democracy Now! report, uh, and this is a subject that really gets me going, and of course you as well, sure, Pythe. But now 200,000, it's confirmed that war veterans are homeless in the U.S. Now, I wanted to kind of make the segue between this huge Obama uh, you know, inauguration ceremony and how you talked about it. You brought it up last time. They're just sweeping homeless people aside saying, mm-hmm. get out of here. You know, we need you out of here. Yeah. This, this is Obama time. Uh, we too, can't have your ugly ass on the television. Yeah, no, you know, it's too bad. And, and you stink, and I don't like it. <laughs> and all, all I was saying was, you know, out of the 150-something million dollars that's being spent on this one day, can't we, you know, can't we spare $5 million of that money, maybe cut a little bit out of each yeah. uh, area? Can't we just spend $5 million on a couple of maybe low-cost housing areas? After all, the East Coast is getting bombarded with cold weather, folks. Mm-hmm. It's five degrees right now yes. in Stanford, Connecticut, with the wind chill. It feels like negative 10. So I can only imagine being homeless in a time like this. Uh, 200,000 more veterans homeless in the U.S. 300,000 Iraq and Afghanistan war veterans, Ben, filed disability claims with the U.S. federal government. And this, this kind of first paragraph really says it all. For six years of war in Iraq, the Bush administration has done absolutely nothing, nothing to take care. Zero right? point. Zero. You know, I, and, and <laughs> they've done nothing to take care of the hundreds of thousands of wounded veterans coming home, said Aaron Glantz, a journalist who has been covering the stories of U.S. military vets returning from Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, before I get to his quote, I mean, this is not really a debatable subject. I mean, you can go on the left, you can go on the right, you can go in the middle and the fringe and, yeah. and all these kind of stupid groups that people subscribe to. But <laughs> the bottom line is that everybody pushes this idea that you're supposed to support the troops. Well, you know, we're trying to cover a story that just proves that the government is not supporting our troops. So how do we make this better and how do we fix this? And I haven't heard too many things out of the Obama administration so far, Ben, that you know, signals a change in this area. I don't see veterans getting the help that they well, not only were promised but that they deserve. Uh, so this guy, I guess, Glance, his name, Aaron Glance, said, We've had people brought into Virginia, turned away, who have committed suicide after coming back from the war with post-traumatic stress disorder. We've had people redeployed to Iraq, and of course, Jeffrey from Kentucky also talked about that at length. Even after they were diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder, we've had 300,000 Iraq and Afghanistan war veterans coming home with traumatic brain injury, physical brain damage, and we've had 300,000 Iraq and Afghanistan war veterans who have filed disability claims with federal government, uh, Glance told Democracy Now! on Thursday, so it must have been reported there. So he goes on and on. He goes, in many cases, there is no medical services. That, there are no medical services at all, because remember that many people serving in Iraq and Afghanistan come home uh, to rural communities where the Virginia doesn't even exist, where the VA, excuse me, where VA doesn't exist or even have a hospital. So there's nothing for these people to even go to. There's no, nowhere to get help. You know, yeah. never mind just the post-traumatic stress disorder with the you know mental issues, mm-hmm. but physical issues as well. There's no VA; it doesn't even exist. Yeah. So two hundred thousand. And the cover-up that the polluted uranium cover-up is so disgusting. Is one of many. And so despicable. You know, the fact that these people go there, they risk their lives, um, and then they just use this munition that just completely destroys the inside of their body. Then they bring it home, kiss their wife, give it to their wife. Uh, their children come out deformed, and then 
um, the VA won't even classify it as an actual illness so that they could get health care and deal with the problem. It's, it is absolutely disgusting. And now this homeless figures, and I'm sure a lot of the people uh, in the inauguration are, are veterans as well, and they're going to be swept aside and told to move on. It's just, it is so disgusting the way that we treat our veterans. And, and that is, a, it's a microcosm of, of how our country actually is and the moral decay that we have in this country and why we're all just essentially pieces of crap. Yeah, well, the, the big problem, I think, in this country... Yeah. The big problem is is the memory hole. How many you know, how many hosts talk about the memory hole, and how many times does it come up during shows? But Glance uh-huh. goes on in this article and, and says we're 17 years after the Persian Gulf War of 1991, and to this day, veterans of that war are still fighting to get disability compensation and health care t- since 91. It's t- 2009. My it's God, it's widely inappropriate. It's unbelievable, and this is what's been going on. This is this obviously stems way back to the Vietnam War, and, and you know this is nothing new. But it's something that is still a huge problem. And, you know, how do we fix this one issue? This is something that has to get addressed immediately. And all this money, you know, all this friggin' money to these big corporations, you know, think about where we could be using this money to help the veterans that were promised so much. But uh, it's a great article. And once again, folks, you can go to AnimalFarmShow.com and you can check it out for yourself. Um, you know, but Ben, I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know what else to say. We've covered these types of issues, and I, I, I do enjoy when uh, veterans do call on the show, mm-hmm. yeah. and they give us the actual insight, because it doesn't make any difference what we say. And we it's, did get an update on Jeffrey. Oh, yes, that's right. Jeffrey is a radio talk show host that we were saying, we were, you know, we were sitting here trying to hold back the tears last night, Ben. I know. With Jeffrey from Kentucky, one of our favorite uh, fans. He, I have not, we have not heard from him in months. And apparently the guy's doing a show from 4 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock in the morning yeah. on Oracle. So on Oracle I guess he's, yeah. he's good enough. He's doing well, and we're very happy to hear about that. Very happy. So he's doing well. I guess he must be sleeping now because, uh, you know. He's got to wake up. He's got to wake up, you know, and do the show soon. So uh, either way, it's it's good to hear from uh, hopefully he can call us or email us. But either way, we get back. Federal Reserve now is under new scrutiny. So uh, we'll talk about that and your phone calls when we return. give a crap about the veterans they sure as hell don't give a crap out about you no they're they not definitely don't care they are not forming policy to uh, help you out in the slightest bit <laughs> do not fall for their uh for their disgusting shenanigans oh uh, no we're all doomed <laughs> this is out of the raw story here more than half of americans say they are struggling and i'm sure it's going to be more than half uh, eventually this is out of washington the number of americans who say their lives are a struggle climbed steeply last year from less than half the population to nearly six in ten people. Uh, a vast Gallup poll showed Friday in January of 2008, 49% of Americans were thriving, 47% struggling, and 4% were suffering. In November and December, 38% were, drive, were thriving, 58% struggling, and 4% suffering. Gallup Why are you telling me this? <laughs> Gallup scientist Jim Harder commented on findings of the Gallup Healthways Wellbeing Index. The 11-point swing in struggling Americans represents more than 22 million people. 
harder said on Gallup's website. To compile the index, Gallup surveyed at least 1,000 U.S. adults each day last year, starting in January. Respondents were asked to score six aspects of their lives, including how they rate their current lives and where they think they will be in five years, the so-called life evaluation index. Uh, That saw a major drop-off in November and December as the U.S. economy plunged deeper into crisis. And now... No kidding. The politicians come forth with their solution to help everybody in the world and to make America a better place <laughs> of buying out the major banks, $700 oh, yeah. billion Na- dollars here and there. Nationalize them, Ben. Yes, nationalize the banks, socialize the economy, get rid of the free markets, um, and tax the hell out of the citizens. That's going to make Once things again, better. Once again, BSing the public. <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> Obama does come out now and he says the economy will worsen even with the stimulus. So more good news from President-elect. What a positive guy. Change you can believe it. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. 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 Underground radio is habit forming. It's habit forming. It's habit forming. Use the truth carefully. Five one two eight seven nine thirty eight zero five is the number you can participate. Call us about anything. It's the Friday edition of the Animal Farm, and I'm not slurring quite yet, but I'm going to give it a shot now. Uh, I'm going to compare Barack Obama to a really Obama. dangerous drug, Ben. We, we've talked about the media warship. We talk about the people's warship, and now I'm kind of seeing the drug is wearing off. Okay, we're coming. You know, when a dr- really good a good drug wears off, you see the reality. The crash, yeah. right? The right. crash of this drug, and uh, you know the, the honeymoon is already over. He hasn't even been sworn in yet. Uh, we already talked about the inauguration ceremony, but more than that, he's coming out. He's coming out and saying the economy will worsen even if the you know stimulus package gets passed, which. I don't understand the whole point of this, but uh, just days before his inauguration, President-elect Barack Obama on Friday warned Americans to expect even rougher economic times and said his plan to revive the struggling economy would take time to work. Here's a quote. Recovery is not going to happen overnight, he told workers at a factory in Ohio that makes part for wind turbines. I mean, they make parts for the wind turbine. That's great. Even with the measures that we're taking, uh, things can get worse before they get better. I want everybody to yeah. I want everybody to be realistic about this. This is more the post-Obama world going, that we're going into now. Uh, Obama goes into the weekend before his Tuesday inauguration, buoyed by moves to, uh, in Congress to unlock hundreds of billions of dollars in emergency funding. He says he needs to fight the year long recession, but he's also trying to manage
manage expectations in a country where his promise of change has lifted hope. So I guess there still is the residue of this, you know, historic day. And I'm glad that, you know, people are somewhat optimistic about things. I never want to I don't want to tarnish that part of it, Ben. But let's be honest. I mean, you know, all you have to do is look. All you have to do is read. All you have to do is pay a little bit of attention. And you can see a lot of, you know, things changing, even his attitude in general, especially towards the media covered by uh, Campbell Brown there. I mean, a lot of things have changed since that day. Yeah. I mean, there's no question about it. Well, I think it is. You bring up something about, you know, how a lot of people do have hope and they have a positive attitude about them, which is great. I mean, just that in itself is going to help our country get out of whatever debt that it's in or it it may help. It it may not, you know, obviously beat the end. It, It might not. Uh, make it final, but the fact that people are positive about things is a very, very good thing. Yeah. Um, but also, if you have this man's policies working against you, then there's just really nothing you could do, and uh. I feel like his policies are going to be working against us. Pyth, what do you think? Alright. There's some hope. Yeah. Some hope here. Oh, man. <laughs> We're trying to, uh, you know, get our guests uh, on the farm. You know, we, we were actually were trying to get Catherine Albrecht, thanks to Ray. Yeah. Ray really was setting this up for us. Uh, we're trying to get Catherine Albrecht on, and, and one of the first things I'd want to bring up, if she ever does come on the show, hopefully she will, maybe next week, and of course we'll keep you all informed of this. But uh, she was so great on the day after Election Day, and uh, how many times have I propped her for this? But sure enough, she was very adamant about. Talking to your pro-Obama friends and making sure that they wrote down or told you, or somehow in writing or some kind of record, mm-hmm. of what, you know, what do you think this guy's going to do? What do you expect, other than the right. glitz and the glamour and the fact that he's you know skinny and good-looking and all this stuff? What do you yeah. think this guy's really going to do for this country? What is he going to stop? What is he going to start? And how is he going to fix these problems? And she was so great in trying to get all of us out there and people in general to write these things down, put them in a you know in a safe, yeah. and then a hundred days later, kind of look at them and see where we're at. And you know. You know what? That's great, and you know we still have some time. So maybe even 100 days after he's sworn in on on Tuesday, we'll do that. But uh, you know, I'm just I'm not trying to make predictions. Neither are you, Ben. We don't do that here. Um, but it just seems to me that yes, the honeymoon is over. That we're coming off the drug of Obama now. At least you know maybe even I am. Maybe you are. Of course, the the, the hype is crazy, and his uh, items still sh- rush off the shelves like yeah. nothing I've ever seen in my life. And now I hear they're selling like $200 Reeboks with Obama stuff on them. Oh, you got it. And with a yeah. Spider-Man comic. I mean. The Spider-Man uh, haven't comic. we you gone even, far enough? Yeah, you can't even get the Spider-Man comic. It's it's pathetic. It's horrible. Everybody worships him. This is out of um, control, man. Out of control. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's similar to the way that they worship Bush after 9/11. Uh, the problem was that Bush took that worship and made it into something so horrendously evil and made it so hated around the world um, that it's just it that it literally ruined our country for decades to come. Now, Barack I think Obama. It's perfectly reasonable. We have to make sure that because everybody worships Barack Obama, he doesn't take that worshipness that that uh, political capita that he has yeah. and turn it into something dark and destructive and evil. And uh, I, you know, <laughs> I could see it coming. Just the talk, the warmongering about Israel and everything else. It's um, yeah. we're, we are in for a bumpy ride. And he he'll say it like it is, man. It's uh, it's got to get worse before it gets better. Well, we have troops dying in Iraq. We have the economy going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. Uh, we have all this corruption. <laughs> well, that's exactly it, though, Ben. And you hit it on the head. And I think, but even more so than how people war. I don't see the same warship of of Obama like we saw about Bush. I think more people after 9/11 were just 
angry enough to say, you know what, it's time to put all the BS aside, let's make sure that we get this done, and let's go, and let's punish the people who were responsible. That, to me, was the attitude. Of course, that's yeah. gone completely in a different direction since 9-11. The thing about Obama, though, is that it's just the fact that there is a actual warship. Mm-hmm. There's you know, the items off the shelf, and you could sell anything with Obama's face on it now, because he's already the greatest president that we've ever had in the history of our country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I don't see this as a race thing. I don't think it's just the black people uh, out there, uh, you know, celebrating. Everybody's celebrating this oh, man God, as though yeah. we finally have a victory in this country. And oh, I don't and see it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't see. I just can't see it, uh, how it's going to be so much different. How is this going to be different? More war, right? More, more war. economic abyss. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's going to be more economic problems. He more, even admits that now. More federal redistribution of wealth. And I, I mean, you look on people's Facebooks, and they have, yes, we did parties. There yeah, yeah, did what? What did we do? They elected their man. That's what they did. They're special. The of America that's happening right now. <laughs> it's incredible. I just, you know what it is, man? The problem we face overall in this country is that people have forgotten what America is really all about. They have forgotten how we started. They have forgotten completely what we're, uh, you know, what we're supposed to be doing. How we were founded, and they just did just forgotten the sense of nationalism, and it's really it's sad when you really look at it. But uh, away from the bad news, we go to our phones five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five, and of course we're trying to come up with something for little Frida here uh, on Fridays. Maybe call it Frida Fridays, and she's joining us now on the line. Frida, are you with us? I'm here. Hello. Hello. Hello, doll. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. How are you? Great. Your your phone call was in perfect timing because, you know, people don't give a damn about real issues. They just want to find out about the, the, the little glitz and glamour and the uh, the rumors on the Internet with Frida and Tony. And so, Frida, you have no business posting pictures like that while we are on the <laughs> yeah, air trying want, to do a serious yeah. radio show. We're, we're trying to cover real issues here, and you're putting up these lingerie pictures on the chat room. I mean, what is going on I mean, that you? position is just incredible. Yes. I, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Well, that's just like a typical pinup position where you like have your legs oh. up in the air. That's typical. That's right, a typical yeah. pornography position, uh, Frida. <laughs> <laughs> we call oh, that the jackhammer. So, Frida, I know Frida. I know there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of tension between you and I. So, what's on your mind, Frida? Tell me. Tell us. Everybody's. Everybody well, wants I'm to know. To, I, well, I'm trying to think of a theme or like you know an idea for what my section is going to be about when I call in on Fridays, and I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe like an advice column. Yeah, yeah. People call in and Uh ask about advice or like ask Frida. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, I was thinking of, of Frida Fridays, and you know, and I think it just has a nice little ring to it. Uh, you know, we we can make it whatever you want, Frida, because you have. I mean, obviously, you have the hearts of every man in the chat room <laughs> and uh, anybody else listening. I mean, you're you're becoming a national icon before our very eyes, Frida. You are history, Frida. You're my platform to. Uh... <laughs> get myself out to the whole world. That's right. You're using the animal farm. Uh, maybe she's a COINTELPRO agent. What do you think, Ben? No. I think she's trying to break up this show. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to get between us. Oh, my God. Well, that, would, that wouldn't be a bad thing. Uh, all right, Frida, well, look, I mean, I, I do want to... Um, uh... I, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, Pius, do you have a question for Frida? Anything to say to Frida? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, this, this is something... I mean, I guess, I folks... Qu- go ahead, Frida. I have a question for Pius. Where did he get that name? That's not your real name. Where did you get the name Pius? You want to answer that, Pius? Can you answer that with the soundboard? 
No! <laughs> I guess you're going to have to ask Pius. It's hard for me to explain why that was the case. I'll take my word for it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, no, you know what, Frida? We do have to figure out something to do, whether it involves you or not. I mean, Fridays, you know, we have to kind of compliment the Friday night uh, Animal Farm show with something yeah. that's, you know, we, we shouldn't be talking about all this badness because, frankly, uh, whatever, who cares, right, Ben? We should be talking yeah, about nobody wants thing. to hear this stuff before they're going out on Friday. I know. It's just... tough to digest. I mean, yeah. we try to give you... Yeah, we try to get... I mean, there is a the Federal Reserve under some new scrutiny. Ooh, there's some uh, there's some, some, some dancing music there, Frida. Why don't you do some dancing? Explain it to us. Uh, okay. But Yes. No, I, I'm glad you did call in. We talked about it earlier. We kind of prepped it. And, uh, no, I think your calls are priceless, and they kind of keep the, the ball rolling here on the Animal Farm because otherwise it's just me and Ben bitching about things that, are, you know, who knows if they're ever going to get fixed. <laughs> but uh, it's great stuff, Frida. Anything else would you like to add tonight? Any requests from Pyeth, perhaps? Anything? Um, not that I can think of at the moment. Okay. Well, Frida, if you need, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. If you need anything else, you just let us know. And you can call back because no one else calls us. It's you and uh, a couple of select folks. Yeah. So, <laughs> folks, I mean, come on. Frida calls us, 512-879-3805, and we do appreciate her input, of course, and um, her pictures, of course, on the uh, DeadlineLive.info. Hey, folks, if that's not going to get you to the chat room, I don't know what will. DeadlineLive.info. I know. The chick is uh, she's posting uh, these these very racy photos of herself. Very I mean, racy. Why, why but, is this chat room not filled But up? very artistic, of course. Yes. Uh, and, and, hey, baby. And everybody seems to appreciate it. And that's kind of how we roll in the farm. You know, we can't just uh, berate you and barrage you with these horrible stories all night. We have to kind of fill in the gaps with some fun. And Frida really does give us an avenue uh, to do those types of things. Six numbers. Um, what are you wearing? There you go. <laughs> um, so much more news to get to, of course. I mean, there is, there is I guess there's some good news here and there. But I do actually have a, not so much a follow-up, but some additive information. We talked about the uh, the, the court case with uh, Herring versus United States of America where they're saying that you know evidence found, even if it's a, despite police error. So yeah. if they search your vehicle, even if it's uh, an error on the policeman's part or policewoman's part, even whatever they find is basically now in play, which is a tremendous, tremendous assault to the fourth amendment of course but more on that topic uh, a new article now out of fox news saying that court is giving a boost to warrantless surveillance efforts just more excuse me all i see ben is the advancement of these types of things i don't see anything it's getting incredible. done i really don't uh, incredible so uh, the foreign intelligence surveillance court of review and its second opinion ha- ever made public gives a big boost to the government's warrantless wiretapping efforts uh, the federal appeals court on thursday said that government can legally order communications companies to help gather intelligence on people who, quote, reasonably believed are to be outside the United yeah. States, even if even if they're Americans and even if they don't obtain a warrant to do so, Ben. So, it, I mean, it's just Incredible. at this point, it's amazing. Uh, I, I understand that Obama feels similar to Bush in that uh, terrorism is the number one threat to the country, and it's, everything has to be revolved around the idea of terrorism, even though... It's you know one of the smallest and you know, littlest causes of death in the country. But the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court of Review, in Terrorists. its second opinion ever made public, gives a big boost to the Bush administration's warrantless wiretapping efforts. Requiring a warrant would likely hinder the government's ability to collect time-sensitive information and thus would impede the vital national security interests that are at stake, 29-page ruling said. Uh, the decision stems from a 2007 amendment 
to FISA, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, uh, the Protect America Act, which gave the U.S. government the authority to demand that U.S. telephone companies and other communications companies assist in warrantless surveillance of certain customers. Um, when the government ordered an unarmed company to do so in 2007, the company challenged the order's legality with, of course, FISA, which we know as uh, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, uh, which oversees intelligence gathering efforts overseas. So uh, just more and more, Ben, yeah. they're taking you know, little by little. And I was, You know what really bugs me about these people is that they are willing to put themselves in the position, in a historical position of somebody that was a Nazi SS officer, somebody that was a brown shirt, somebody that was part of the, um, uh, the German Stasi. They're able to put themselves in these positions and mimic some of the, the same things that some of these horrible organizations were, were able to do. Um, and they're able to justify it in their, te- in their heads. I mean, right. that really bugs bugs me out. Um, and it really kind of goes to show how sneaky and how slimy tyranny is and how uh, how how kind of subtle uh, the oppressive nature of, of government is and how, how many millions of people it's killed in the past year, uh, in the past 100 years, and the fact that these people can't see that and can't understand that because they're so brainwashed by the state. It is really mind-blowing that these people are willing to put themselves in the same category as the scumbags of history, essentially. Yeah, and I think the other word I would try to add to that list, Ben, is predictable, though. I mean, yeah. as slimy and as scummy as it is and yep. how consistent it really is, it's predictable. Mm-hmm. But never mind the predictability of it. Even though it's happened time and time again over the course of so many years with other nations. Uh, you know, I was talking to a couple people last night. I was uh, emailing back and forth with one of my friends from college and, you know, I, I tried to I was posting some of those articles we talked about last night with the now the new tracking idea mm-hmm. with the Democrat from Illinois. I forgot his name. I'll bring it up after the break. But the idea of tracking all the firearms now because they have to you know register your name, your fingerprint to every firearm. And it's slowly but surely over the last 20 years alone we've seen a lot of attacks on the fourth, uh, the Second Amendment, pardon me. And I got the typical response with, oh, it's not even close to as bad as you think it is. It's not as good as people think it is. It's not as bad. Everything's okay. Yeah. And I'm like, look, guys. Uh, it, it doesn't matter how bad you think it is. They do these types of things slowly, but you don't have to take all the guns away uh, to, to, I guess, you know, achieve success. It's yeah. just about slowly taking the freedom to own mm-hmm. a firearm until away. you have nothing left, right? And until the and, until it's so slow and slow incre- so so incremental yeah. that you aren't even able to grasp the fact that it's happening to you, which makes you minusly hopeless against it. So that's what it is. Animalfarmshow.com is the website. Stay tuned. Something stinks like stale french fries. Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the 
brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to hempusa.org. That's 908-691-2608 at hempusa.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at hempusa.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. Awesome. Great, great job there, Pyeth. Good stuff. Uh, so, Ben, uh, you're going to come back with something here. But once again, 512-879-3805 is the number. Yes. We only got 40 minutes left in the week. We want to get your thoughts on any topic in your head, even if you're drunk and on drugs. Absolutely. Okay. Did you fart? <laughs> 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 oh, 
God. That was uh, super unexpected. And, uh, yeah, and by the way, we are taking sponsorship right now. So anybody that wants to sponsor the Animal Farm radio show, get in while you can right now. Get in while the prices are low. Yes. Um, and We'd we like will, some money. <laughs> and we will, uh, it is an investment, and we will uh, return on that investment. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but this, just to break it up, man, I thought this was interesting. U.S. Chinese researchers engineer invisible cloak. And we've talked about this um, a little bit, but I figured I'd give an update in a breakthrough. I don't like uh, Chinese people. In a breakthrough that could signal <laughs> a new era for human technology, U.S. and Chinese research announced that uh, researchers announced they are a step closer to creating an invisible shield and oh. the development made possible. Uh, by advances in designing complex mathematical commands known as algorithms, engineers at Duke University, North Carolina, were able to create what they call metamaterials. These materials can guide electromagnetic waves around an object only to have them emerge on the other side as if they had passed through an empty volume of space. Wow. According to the team, whose work was published in January 16th edition of the journal uh, Science, the cloaking uh, phenomenon is similar to mirages seen at a distance on a hot day, according to a senior researcher, David R. Smith. You can see what looks like water hovering over the road, but is in reality a reflection from the sky. In that example, the mirage you see is cloaking the road below. In effect, we are creating an engineered mirage with this latest cloak design. thought it was interesting. It is very interesting, of course. But, and just so you know, I, I, did, I forgot his name. His name is Bobby Rush, Democrat from Illinois. This is the uh, WorldNet Daily article entitled Big Brother's New Target Tracking of All Firearms. This is what I was posting on yeah. Facebook. And, of mm-hmm. course, you got to be careful what you post on Facebook because people attack you if you ever attack uh, Obama or the Democrats. Oh, but sure goodness. enough, it is uh, Bobby Rush, representative of the United States. And uh, you know, the new provisions of this bill is just requiring so much more information and you know fingerprints and this and that just to get mm-hmm. – your, you know, just to have your legal right to a firearm. Stool samples, things of those <laughs> good, good Lord, but I hope not. <laughs> but, uh, and, and I guess continuing on here. They're, just, they're doing naked x-rays of people at the airport. Yes, they're going to take stool samples eventually. Be, be, that's, how, I, that's how sick these people are. You know, are, I right? would never deny it. Uh, of course. <laughs> oh, my goodness, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com, Lots the website. Lots of potty humor here. A lot of potty humor. This is kind of how we roll. Uh, it's appropriate potty humor, of course. 512-879-3805. You're despicable. It's wildly appropriate. Uh, this is our second full week of broadcasting, Ben, so I'm very proud of us for doing our duty and not taking days off and slacking. I know. Um, wow. And I did, I, I was going to save this for power segment, but it's not really power segment material, and I just wanted to kind of put it out there because, you know, lest we be accused of not covering the stories, but now U.S. has obtained new evidence, Ben, of Iranian nuclear intrigue. So now they have new evidence supporting the idea that Iran is developing nuclear weapons. U.S. Liar! security and law enforcement Tell officials. Tell you know, you goddamn liar! It's, ama- it's amazing. It, it, Every single time we cover something like this, and great job there, but every time I hear these stories, I just think of what Joe Pesci said in the movie hey. Casino when he's coming out of the courtroom. He goes, you know, don't slip on a banana peel. They probably blame that on me, something like that, whatever. Yeah. It's out of control. U.S. security and law enforcement officials say they have uh, fresh evidence of recent efforts by Iran to evade sanctions and acquire metals from China used in high-tech weaponry, including long-range nuclear missiles. The Wall Street Journal reported Friday. So this obviously proves that they want to blow up everybody. Iran's efforts are detailed in a series of recent 
<laughs> emails. I did not say nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> nuclear power pants. Oh, my God. Let me try that again. Nuclear power pants. Thank you, George. Iran's efforts are detailed in a series of recent emails and letters between Iranian companies and foreign suppliers seen by the Wall Street Journal. Business records show one Iranian company, ABAN, Commercial and Industrial Limited, or uh, I don't know, has contacted through an, an intermedi- intermediary for more than 30,000 kilograms or about 66,000 pounds of tungsten copper, which can be used in missile guidance systems from Advanced Technology and Materials Company Limited uh, of Beijing. So they're saying that they, because of these high-gauge metals, because of these high-quality metals they're getting from China, this obviously proves, Ben, without a shadow of a doubt, that they can not only uh, you know form nuclear weapons but use them in missiles. Yeah. And once again, just like every single time the United States has this fear-mongering, every time the United States or any publication out of the U.S. somehow tries to link Iran with nuclear weapons, they fail to do one really important mm-hmm. thing, and that is uh, determine or somehow prove how far they've been able to enrich mm-hmm. The uranium. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Well, percentage. No, it it doesn't matter at all because they they just, yeah. Point. Those are fancy words, Tony, and I don't want you talking like that, man. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's – we have insane people running our country, okay? And then they're they're in charge of all the nukes. They have uh, the the ability to press the button at any point in time, and then they start going after other countries that have never even used uh, a nuke, and they uh, (laughs) try to call them insane when they don't even have the weapon. I mean, it is is so backwards and out of control that uh, that these people could get away with what they're getting away with, and the and the stupid American public just sits back and uh, purrs. Yeah, I should actually try to buy me again. I don't understand. I should really try to fetch up that clip on YouTube, that really famous clip of, you know, this reporter or some guy going around New York City or, you know, some area. And he's saying, uh, you know, who should we bomb next? And some people are saying, you know, Italy. Some people said Australia. And when someone. Why? Because they're trouble. Yeah, because they're trouble. And, of course, when someone said, uh, finally someone said, oh, Iran, you know, where'd they get that from? And he goes, why? The person said, oh, I think there's a revolution going on somewhere. And (laughs) what does that mean? That that has no meaning at all. They're so desperate to look somewhat intelligent that they will just say anything. I have to, Ben. I have to get that clip. During the next break, I have to get that clip up because it's so important. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these these are the kind of things that just make you go, what? Uh, they, They just, they cannot prove... Uh, that the uranium has not been enriched enough. And even if it was, Ron Paul in the book, like we said yesterday, makes the great point. Why wouldn't any country want to gain nuclear power? Because once you do weapons, mm-hmm. the United States leaves you alone. Yeah. So maybe they want to get left alone. I don't know. I'm not trying to defend nuclear. Iran here, folks, but this is just getting out of hand. And our president-elect wants to uh, make sure that they do not... Do not obtain nuclear weapons, and so does Hillary Clinton. So this is what's going to be pushed forward. We talk about Pakistan as well being in the mix, Syria, Lebanon. There's all kinds of of hints uh, for much more war ahead. So um, I don't buy this article, period. That's just all. That's my point there, Ben. What do you think? think, uh, What do you think about Iran? Tell me. Well, they're obviously evil. No, no, no. (laughs) Obviously very evil. The axis of evil. No, I mean they're they're a country like any other. They're a little bit um, outspoken. They're like Venezuela. They're willing to 
you know, um, put put ec- economic sanctions on the United States to right. try to, uh, you know, get us to stop doing what we're doing. But I mean, when we when we see our leaders out there saber saber rattling um, and threatening to attack these countries and possible possible military in- interventions, there's no reason why they shouldn't be defensive towards these things. How I mean, could you not? Exactly. I mean, if somebody think about it from a personal perspective, as always, you have to do that. If somebody was sitting there talking junk about me, oh man, I'm really scared of that Ben Miller. I might have to break into his house and. Uh, and, and kill the guy because he might kill me first. I'm going to start getting pretty <laughs> defensive about myself. I'm going to say, dude, I will freaking knock your head off if you do that to me. And you, you know? got, and you have to be freaking out if you you're. Get up and I'm going to put the smack down on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to be freaking out if you're Iran because you're seeing what the United States has done to Iraq yes. and Afghanistan, and, and they're obviously Iran is obviously next on the list. So yeah, I mean, you know, they they got to be very concerned with, uh, especially with Obama. I'm sure they're paying attention to the next president mm-hmm. and how he's obviously against Iran obtaining nuclear weapons, and so is Hillary. So it's a matter of self-preservation and fear and iran is is you know they're fearful that the united states is going to be uh, invading them or, or bombing them god forbid and and they want to preserve perverse themselves there or preserve themselves i guess is the word um, what is the uh, word ben tell me preserve preserve preservation preservation they want to preserve themselves they want to be able to live normal lives like normal human beings without uh without having um you know a, a, a totalitarian government uh, bombing the hell out of their country. Yeah, so. and even if they were obtaining these weapons and per- perhaps being a threat, there's just so many better ways to do what uh, we're supposed to do in order to, uh, you know, prevent such actions or to trade with nations or to figure out a way to communicate with them without having these sanctions, which obviously just lead to more and more war, which is undeclared. Yeah. So uh, we'll figure that out. When we get back, I also want to talk about this discontinued idea that we don't torture, we do torture, we don't torture, we do torture. You can't get the damn story straight. White House defends interrogation policy following torture allegations, but of course Bush says that we don't torture. So we'll stay stay tuned. We'll get to that on the other side. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Radio. Takes acid, man. We're drinking. Yeah. Never mind calls for probes. Frisk says George Bush saved 10 million lives. We're drinking, Ben. <laughs> the ongoing argument about Barack Bullshit. Obama's apparent <laughs> desire to forgive and forget past Bush administration abuses in order to get on with addressing the nation's pressing crisis has tended uh, to focus on potential prosecutions for war crimes and other blatantly unconstitutional acts. Actions. Paul uh, Krugman points out, however, it's not just torture and illegal wiretapping whose uh, perpetrators claim, however implausible, that they were patriots acting to defend the nation's security. The you're fact a is, criminal, and you deserve to go where you're going. <laughs> and I'm like, going to take you there. Kind of like Jack Bauer, right, Ben? You know, like as Bauer. long as you can justify it, it's it's okay. We have to uh, torture people to uh, save the country. Well, yeah. of course, and and this is this is more of this uh, the combination between the exodus of the Bush administration and the uh, issue of torture, Ben. It's just I, I can't understand how much more obvious can it possibly be that someone is lying. The White House now uh, is coming out and defending the interrogation policy following torture and the allegation of torture, uh, the Bush administration maintained Wednesday that the U.S. does not torture prisoners, yeah. despite a claim to the contrary. But hold on a second. Bullshit. Uh. The white... <laughs> this is so important. They said they do not torture prisoners. Now, I could have swore that Dick Cheney was That's in this what? article, uh, this Did uh, you interview. you authorize the tactics that were used against Klitschek Mohammed? I was 
uh, aware of the program, certainly, and involved in helping get um, the uh, uh, the process cleared. That is, the agency, in effect, came in and wanted to know what they could and couldn't do, and um, they uh, talked to me, explained what they wanted to do, and I supported it. There was a period of time there, uh, three or four years ago, when about half of everything we knew about Al Qaeda came from that one source. So it's been a, uh, a remarkably successful effort. I think the results speak for themselves. In hindsight, do you think any of those tactics that were used against Cleveland? Right, so Cheney there admits to torture. I mean, you're you know, a very, very sick man. Yeah, he's a very sick man. I mean, in more than one way, certainly sick physically and certainly sick mentally. But I'm talking about the mental sickness, and I'm just yeah. talking about how could the White House come out and say they didn't torture when the vice president has come out on ABC News and admitted that Liar! they did so. That they did torture, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it just the the absolute. You know, lying has gotten to a new level, I think, in this government than it's maybe even higher than it's ever been. Yeah. But, but the I mean, double, the sheer double think and the 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 completely contrasting philosophies that they have going on are, are mind blowing. Because, like this article says, Bush saved ten million lives. That's, a, yeah. that's what they say. Yeah. Bill Frist, yes, he says the legacy of President George W. Bush will that he will be that he saved ten million lives around the world. Unbelievable. He says the bottom that's line. He says the bottom line is George Bush is a healer. Oh yes, that's that is a no senator that said he's that. a healer. They a said healer. so apparently no. In order to heal people, you have to torture them, and you have to uh, you know obviously shock the hell out of their testicles. You have to waterboard them. Can, how many you people? Have to uh, how boil many deaths them and, is he responsible for? How is that healing? It's count. It's it's countless amounts of deaths oh that the guy is God. responsible for. But he's a healer. You see this this nonsensical drabble that comes out of these people's mouths. It's just it I, well, makes you I mean, sick if you're aware of what's happening. It is, and, and and day in and day out here, man. I mean, I know that we are. I guess our general response to any types of articles along these lines is just complete disbelief. And what? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it's getting to the point now where we're calling George Bush a healer. And we have a complete contradiction where the White House says they were never engaged in torture. U.S. does not torture prisoners. Yet Cheney came out and admitted it. So yeah. I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm completely out of my mind, speechless at this point, Ben. And, uh, you know, I can't understand how this can happen. And so easily life just goes on. There yeah. isn't any backlash. I expect people in this country to be a lot more active in their protesting. But. I don't know nothing about that. All I know is that somebody is going to get the ass whooped over Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's crazy. It's absolutely unbelievable, and especially with the main people in this administration, between Cheney, Rice, and Bush, and, and Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld yeah. uh, they've all, they all have a different account as to the, just the torture issue in and of itself. They all have different ideas about what we've done, what we're going to do, uh, what we're responsible for, what we're not responsible mm -hmm. for, and the, at least get your story straight. My God, I mean, get into a room and figure out, okay, this is what we're going to say. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Bunch like, of scum. They can't back. even lie correctly. It's, I mean, uh, usually the press secretary for the White House is supposed to come out and and really, you know, sell the lie, which yeah. is fine. It's effective. We understand this whole thing, but it doesn't help much when the vice president earlier goes out and says, "Oh no, that's not exactly what happened. I, you know, we did this." <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so I mean, there's, there's complete shameless across the board. Um, and I totally shameless. Yeah. I just, you know, I really hope that somehow in the future these things can at least be. Can we at least get back to the so the day in which we knew our government was full of it, but they were good at it. You know, even yeah. in the Clinton era, they were good at it. My God. Well, I think we are going to be getting back to the day. I, so. I really do feel that Barack Obama is going to be extremely effective at uh, at destroying this country in, in a lot of ways. I mean, I don't think he's going to be as horrible as Bush is. I, I definitely don't uh, think that hope because. Not. 
because Bush is just absolutely retarded and evil. On top of it, uh, at least Barack Obama is smart and evil. Well, so. But I want to say one thing. Go ahead, Bill. People. Go ahead, Bill. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell us. I did Ronald not. Was it have... a hole? <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? Try it again, Pyth. I have this. Uh, you want to, you want to do, play that clip again? There. You want to play? I want you to listen to me. Go ahead. I'm going to say this again. Go ahead. Monica Lewinsky was a dry hole. <laughs> well, that's what he was trying to do. Uh, all right. We have this uh, quick report, and this is uh, out of the Daily Show. And uh, it's profanity uh, as far as the uh, headliner goes, but I'll just... Oh, welcome back to the program. Democrats, understandably excited about one of their own becoming president. But what about the party out of power? What do the next four years portend for them? Sure, they could just lick their wounds and feel sorry for themselves, or they can use the opportunity to make themselves stronger. Samantha Bee has more. In 2000, George Bush laid out a standard Republican platform. I'm not going to grow the size of the federal government. i got a strategy for the Middle East. You have to put partisanship aside, and I intend to keep the peace. A strategy that in only eight years has produced two wars, a $10 trillion deficit, and one drowned American city. It was clear something had to change. Republican strategist Kellyanne Conway. The policies of the Republican Party are less the issue than the image. The country is, at its essence, a small-c conservative country. While that's an utterly meaningless expression, Conway has a meaningful solution. Republicans need for people to even stop and notice the product and not say ick and keep walking. So it's not the economy or the war, it's the packaging? The packaging of the Republican Party currently screams to the average consumer, don't touch this. Stand back. It's like the Republican Party is a sandwich. How do you get Americans to eat the sandwich? <laughs> you dip it in chocolate and you say it has no calories. Turns out, there's a word Good answer. <laughs> the Republican Party is trying to rebrand itself. Talk about a party in need of rebranding. Rebranding. For example, Philip Morris learned their product was causing cancer. They had two choices. Stop killing people. Or keep killing people under a new name. They chose B, rebranding, and changed their name to Altria. If rebranding could help Philip Morris, surely it could help the GOP. I visited rebranding experts, Droga 5. Who's got something for me? Come on. I need something fresh. New name. Hey, nice, nice, nice. Gotta get the youth vote. Internet. A viral video. We could use cool Republican icons. Oh. Lincoln. Reagan. Chuck Norris. Powerful. I need <laughs> Okay, we need a new tagline, 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 tagline. Anything? Anything? Traditional change. I like it. Sex up, Grandpa. And GOP 2.0 was born. Time to debut it for a group of registered voters. After a lot of soul searching, a lot of sleepless days and sleepless nights, I think we've come up with something that addresses all your concerns. Ladies and gentlemen, May I present you with the new face of the Republican Party, Mr. Ragraham Lincoln. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll get back uh, on the other side. we got the power segment coming up. Maybe we'll finish this, maybe not. Stay tuned. Final 15 minutes of this week. When will it end?
Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2.99. A piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M Radio. Kick it. Freedom Underground Radio. Welcome back to the Farm of Animals. Number to reach us, 
Uh, probably don't have too much time for calls because we are going to be going into the power segment. Shortly. Yeah, we you know we, we we really did try to power through this show and we did we did our best given that it is Friday and of course we are doing the Guinness thing and having a great time and so glad you all join us every day every night and of course Ben uh, like always the emails and the support and the chatting and the flirting from little Frida it really does make the day go by. That <laughs> I'm quicker. so excited. I'm excited. I'm glad and uh, you know we'll hopefully we'll have some crazy new material for you guys Monday but right now it is power segment time. Ben, what do you think? Bizarre and offensive online gallery fearmongers for terror attacks in London and New York City. This is out of the beloved PrisonPlanet.com, and Paul Joseph Watson wrote this. Big fan of his. A bizarre, anonymous, and offensive picture gallery currently appearing on the website of the London Telegraph newspaper that tells the story of a terrorist nuke attack at London uh, has left many asking questions about its origin and meaning. The slideshow features on a section dedicated to art, culture, film, and music, but seemingly holds no artistic credence whatsoever comparison compromising uh, merely of a series of crude pictures designed to install fear into the viewer the only purpose of the gallery is presumably just a continuation of the incessant drone of fear-mongering propaganda from the establishment media and authorities about the imminent inevitability of a mass casualty terror attack if you go to animalfarmshow.com you can see the article there and the pictures are very alarming. What are they? What are the pictures? Uh, what are they like? There, um, describe them for us, there, Ben. They're like uh, old pictures of like they're pictures of like the um, major landmarks in New York City and and um, in London destroyed in a nuclear attack, Uh-oh. nuclear attack. Uh oh, I did it. You're getting it from Uh-oh. Pi. Give them two or three there. Sorry. Pi. And then, and then let's, let's, nuclear, continue, let's continue the nuclear, power segment on. Nuclear, Thank you. <laughs> nuclear, nuclear power pants. Nuclear, That's right, nuclear power pants. Power segment continues here, and this is another crazy story. Another reason to drink coffee, and there's hundreds, but this is a really good reason. Lots and lots of coffee linked to hallucinations, study finds. Now, Ben, I've drank... I drink a lot of coffee every day, and I don't I don't think I hallucinate. Maybe I do. Research suggests people who drink more than seven cups of instant coffee a day, oh, it's instant coffee, ah. have an increased tendency to hallucinate. So you better go maybe over oh, the weekend, let's, let's get some instant coffee and do it live. <laughs> High caffeine users may even think they sense not. non-existent people, according to researchers from the University of Durham. They studied 200 students who were asked about their typical intake of caffeine products. Those who had a high caffeine intake were three times more likely to have a the heard voice of someone non-existent than low users who consume less than one cup of instant coffee. <laughs> so yeah, man, these are actually people, Ben, who are they're hearing voices in their head based on the instant coffee. Maybe there's something in the instant coffee that you know, who knows? Maybe it's burnable. Get me some of that. I don't huh? know what's going on with this. Seeing things, I'm, I don't hear any voices when I drink coffee and I drink quite a bit, but seeing things that were not there, hearing voices and sensing the presence of dead people were among the experiences reported. So, folks, go out, uh, never mind the alcohol and the illicit drugs, go out tonight to your uh, local bodega and pick up some instant coffee as the power segment inevitably continues. Mayor honors responders, likens rescue to a movie. Bloomberg calls a rescue a complete act of uh, cooperation to present pilot uh, the key to the city. I don't know if you saw pictures of this pilot, Tony, uh, this, this square-jawed American hero. He's just a real, you know, he is, man. He's a he, handsome he man out a hero. there. Yeah. And uh, he's uh, he's just uh, all-American looking, this guy. He really is. Um, but this is out of CBS. Minutes after a U.S. Airways jet plunged into the icy Hudson River, Vincent Lucante and his ferry 
crew leaned over to pluck two soaked and shivering babies from an emergency life raft floating near the plane's right wing. The woman holding the babies calmly handed the infant and toddler up to their rescuers, who took the children to the warmest area of the ferry and sought to warm them with blankets and jackets off their backs. They started to cry, which is the best sound that we could hear, and everybody had smiles. What a great American story this is. Pi, like I said, even Hannity said it, and you got to give him credit, but Pyeth hates the sound of babies crying. So, um, <laughs> Pyeth wouldn't have been smiling He would have not been smiling. I don't care what the circumstances, he would have been a very upset. Power segment goes on. Oh, my goodness. Will we ever get through it? It's the best ever. Uh, that makes me happier than anybody in the world. Cloak of Invisibility gets closer to reality. So all you Harry Potter fans, Ben, uh, they can't match Harry Potter. We just Potter. covered this. Did we? You just talked about that? <laughs> yeah, last, last. No, you did not. Last segment, I just played this. <laughs> no, you did not cover this. You did. See, I don't listen to what you say. Wait, show me the article, Ben. You don't listen to the damn thing. I no, say. I'm always looking at little Frieda in the chat room. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. U.S. Chinese research engineer invisible cloak. Well, I'm I talking read, about like, the Harry whole, Potter one. I had like I read like the whole article, dude. Right, you know what? You know what I'll do. <laughs> Okay, why don't we go back to the power segment music and I'll try something else. I know you didn't cover this one. How about this one, Ben? That's great. Woman can smell a man's sexual intentions. Oh, my Speaking goodness. Speaking of freedom. Little Frida's nostrils are burning. Yeah. It's not hard to tell when a guy is happy to see you. Duh. The twinkle in his eye, his swagger, and that sexy smile are all clear signs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all clear signs he's in the mood. And the least subconsciously, a woman can also now tell by the scent of his sweat, according to new research. Uh, scientists have long debated whether humans, like animals, use chemical signals called pheromones uh, to communicate sexual interest to potential mates. Problem is, the effects of pheromones are thought to be subconscious, meaning that if we do communicate using them, we sure don't know it. It's also hard to know uh, what these pheromones might be and how we sense them, so researchers understand little about them. But yes, it's still debating whether or not pheromones exist, but yes, women can smell your intentions, Ben. Not like it's really that hard to know what a guy is thinking at this point. Yeah. There's like three things we want. We're freaking uh, animals. We don't care. One of them is, yeah, we're, we, you know, we want food. Okay. Uh, well, yes, the power segment continues. I'm sorry about that, Ben. I didn't know you covered Please the Harry Potter story. Oh, that's it funny. Smells like a sheep. <laughs> Only we can do such things and get away with it uh, on the farm. How much I'm valued here, huh? Nobody listens to a damn no, thing I, I was, said. I, I do <laughs> listen to you, Ben, but you know what's going on with this chat room. No, I can't I help myself. I know. I She's posting pictures. I blame it on Lil Frida. It's, uh, it's all Scott, her fault. Damn her. <laughs> Scott, damn it. Scott McClellan comes out, and he says, Bush, uh, Bush's farewell sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. You know, the wah, 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, you know things are bad when your former spokesman is comparing you with the character on Charlie Brown, or if you're a Republican president and they're going on MSNBC's Countdown. And he did this. He went on Countdown, and uh, I guess he... He talked to uh, Keith Olbermann, uh, former Bush White House <laughs> press secretary Scott McClellan last night. He talked to him about the president's farewell address. Very good, nation. McClellan, who turned critic after uh, exiting you. the White House, didn't exactly wax elegant about his one-time boss. It's hard to talk about moral clarity when you have tarnished our government's moral standard in the world, McClellan said. If you uh, look at the speech, it was really a feel-good farewell speech. It was designed one final chance to burnish his legacy by highlighting his humanity, showing his humanity, his compassion. Passion, his inner decency, and good intentions. Oh my I'll goodness! Get your ugly white ass out of here. <laughs> Power seven goes on. Only five minutes left in the uh, Friday edition of the farm. Hopefully, you guys 
like the show tonight and hopefully the whole week. We had some good programming on this week here, Ben. We did. This was a classic Animal Farm win. That's right. Oakland uh, to fire 11 cops in a search warrant case, kind of keeping on the search warrant issues that were going on with the recent court cases with the Herring versus United States. Oakland intends to fire 11 police officers for allegedly lying to obtain search warrants in drug cases, officials said Thursday. The two sergeants and nine officers faced uh, dismissal in a scandal that Whoops. has thrown into jeopardy the prosecutions of dozens of suspects, at least 12 of already had their cases dismissed, Ben, because warrants that police used to obtain evidence were obtained on the basis of lies I by that officers. One time. And I think, you know, even though this might be not this might not be very good power segment material, this is very relevant because we talked about how dangerous it is to give police men, police women, police uh, officers that type of leeway. Yes. Uh, the officers told judges that substances seized from the drug suspects had been identified by the Oakland Police Crime Lab as narcotics when in fact they had not been such, authorities said. Those false statements were used to persuade judges to issue warrants that police relied uh, on to gather more evidence, so it was completely fabricated. Nice. How dangerous is this, and how much more dangerous is this now? The Supreme Court has ruled on Herring versus United States power segments. We ought to have benchmarks. Continues. Ben! <laughs> disgusting. It is. Uh, this is out of the UK. Counterfeiting. Bank of England able to print money without having legally to declare it. Can you believe that? Oh, great. It's freedom. Uh, the government free to, free is to set, fries. <laughs> the government oh. is set to throw out the 165-year-old law that obliges the bank to publish a weekly account of its balance sheet, a move that will allow it theoretically to embark covertly on so-called quantitative easing. The banking bill, which is currently passed through Parliament, abolishes a key section of the law laid down by Robert Peel's government in 1844, which originally granted the bank the sole right to print UK money. Uh, continuing on, power segment. Continues. This was a great story. At uh, Dan, Danny M sent us this. It's called a nice. concert violinist in the metro. Basically, this guy Joshua Bell uh, was in the uh, commuters metro station in Washington D.C. And this guy apparently is one of the greatest violin players in the world. He's playing on a violin that's worth millions of dollars in the middle of a very busy uh, commuting station. And it was an experiment for 40 minutes. He played, and Bell says only seven people even stopped to listen. Now, keep in mind, this is the one of the most world-renowned violinists in the oh world, in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea, I guess, in the overall story itself, and I'll try to, I will delicious it, you can check it out for yourself, but the overall uh, gist of the story was, if we can't figure out some kind of way to take some time to listen to the best violinist in the world, maybe one of the best, if not the best, mm-hmm. ever, um, and the study proved that very few people even had a chance yeah. to stop. They just kind of did this, and he got maybe one or two donations, made about 40 bucks. Uh, you know, what does that say about our culture. I know we're busy. I know we have to get to work. I understand that whole thing. Oh, no. But it's an interesting story. Uh, check it out. It's This one's out of NPR.org, and of course you can do as much research, and I'm sure there's a lot of coverage on it. Uh, check it out for yourself. I think it's interesting, and we can talk about it more Monday. But either way, folks, that's, that is fortunately it for us tonight. We have a Friday edition of the Animal Farm. We will be back Monday, I think. Are we taking off for Martin Luther King Day, Ben? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I'm not uh, sure. You know, we might be off. We might celebrate Martin Luther King Day, because it is an American holiday. So either we'll be live or we won't be. How about that determination? Yep. Sure. John Bush. John Bush is coming up next, folks. Thanks for joining us tonight. We will definitely talk to you Monday or Tuesday, one way or another. Thanks for the support, the emails, the phone calls. Talk to you Monday or Tuesday. See you. I am Cornelio. My bunghole will speak now.